Pop Mutter. Her name is Nikki Jabala. She only cares for two teams, the Tar Heels and the Yankees. And she joins us live right now in the midst of breaking a whole bunch of news about who's interviewing where and when and what. Hello, Nick. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I am good. Um, get us up to speed. You've had a plethora of information via the Xbox. Who's interviewing when, where, why, how? Um, yeah, so as Josh Harris said yesterday, they are going to be rapid and thorough, very rapid, in fact. Um, so there's five GM candidates that um, we know about, and another one they put in a request for uh, Will McClay, the VP of Personnel um, in Dallas. Not quite sure the role there or if an interview will actually take place, but there are five confirmed interviews, um, and they're going to happen today and tomorrow at Josh Harris's house in Miami. Um, Mike Briganzi, assistant GM of the Chiefs, Glenn Cook, assistant GM of the Browns, and Adam Peters with the 49ers are interviewing today. Um, Ian Cunningham, assistant GM with the Bears, and Alec Halaby, assistant GM with the Eagles, are scheduled for tomorrow. Um, so they could move fast on this. They will move fast on this. Um, the question then is if and when uh, they'll schedule second-round interviews and if any others will be added to this list. Um, but this was their intent. This is what they said, that they would like to get the top football executive in quickly so that person can be involved in the, the coaching, hiring, and everything else that needs to be done. All right. So they are moving fast on the GM, the head of football ops, whatever we want to call it, right? Right. Um, presumably this person is the new football boss, right? This is not right. a layer, layering of hierarchy, right? This is we're hiring our new football boss. Correct. Um, this will be whether it's I, I, I think the title could be president of football operations. Right. You can be interviewing a GM when you still have one on staff, which they do in Martin Mayhew. Um, Martin may not be here for the long term, but he's on staff currently. So but yes, this this top football executive will be the top guy. Okay, cool. Um, let, let's continue with kind of the, the the procedural stuff here. So they're interviewing a whole bunch of candidates. A lot of them seem really, really sharp, right? So that's mm-hmm. that's step one. What hurdles remain to actually making a hire, both in um, – I, I know there are a lot of rules about who can go where while their team is still playing, when you can right. get in-person interviews. There are requirements with the Rooney rule that have to be satisfied on the coaching side. What about all that for the GM? Right. So for the Rooney role, you have to interview at least two minority women candidates, um, and they'll, they will have fulfilled that. Um, and they, a, a GM candidate can agree to a new deal with another team, assuming his current deal, his current team grants them permission for that. I would think if it's like an Adam Peters type and they're, they're deep in the playoffs, he would want to see that through. But he can uh, agree to another deal and, and – Join after I, I believe that's true, um, or if he has to, you know, leave immediately once he agrees to it. Um, but they they can get that role in place quickly, and they would like to. Gotcha. Um, so for for coaches, it's different. Um, the interview process is delayed. It's delayed even more this year than it was last year because of some rule changes. So they can't um, they can't interview anyone in person until after the completion of the divisional round. They can do virtual interviews in which you would think the commanders would have to to get those initial interviews in 
in case the person they want is deep in the playoffs and they only have a narrow window before the Super Bowl, say, if they want to get that person in in person. Now, the Rooney Rule requirement for coaches is that they're in-person interviews, right? Yes. Yeah. But, but that's not the same for general managers? Uh, no, it's, it's 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 the same. And, like, all the general manager interviews will be in person at Josh Harris's house. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Um, so – Yesterday, we set up a timeline of 10 days from when Harris talked yesterday. So so next Wednesday. Yeah. This sounds to me like you, you believe this could be done sooner than that. No, I, I think that's a fair timeline. It, it all depends on when and if they schedule second round interviews and if they add anybody to this list. Um, you know, th- this is just my view from afar. Um, nobody is told me this, and I don't think Josh Harris is the type to predetermine anything. I think they're doing an actually very thorough search. But you look at the connections with every hire in the NFL, right? Be it a coach, coordinator, assistant, GM, whatever. There's always connections. There's that familiarity. That's why Baltimore became even more intriguing after they hired Eugene Shen. Um, It's it's sort of the same thing here. Um, Bob Myers comes aboard and and is going to be instrumental in not just the search process, but I'm feeling he'll be very instrumental beyond that too. Bob Myers is very close to Adam Peters. Bob Myers worked for Wasserman Media Company, the sports agency, for quite some time. Adam Peters is repped by Wasserman Media Group. Um, You know, there are some very significant ties here that I think people can logically um, put together, Um, and it kind of shows, you know, they're thinking in a lot of this. Now, they're not discounting the other candidates by any means, but I, I think it goes without saying that Adam Peters for a lot of teams is the top candidate, and you can see some of the things Washington is doing to try to improve their their appeal for Adam Peters, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Um, do you believe – I believe Adam Peters is the top candidate, and yep. – I believe they want him. I believe he's at the top of their list. Do you, yes. you agree with that? I would agree with that, yes. Okay. Um, yes. I kind of think that's going to happen, honestly, which sounds crazy I mean, to think they're going to land the, the hottest GM candidate, but I, I kind of think it's going to happen. I, I say this honestly. I think Washington is the most attractive place for coaches and GM. I mean, Tennessee was just added to the list, so that's interesting, too, with Mike Vrabel being out. Um but I, I, I think that's that's the difference over these over the last year with the, the sale. That's what it did, you know. And part of, mostly, not fully, but you look at the cap space, you look at the draft picks, having the number two pick, um, the ownership, their willingness to spend, their eagerness to get somebody in to win and win now. Like, you know, this is that's the antithesis of Washington. There was, you know, they had to overpay to get decent talent, not anymore. Um, so, I mean, that's. If, if I were a fan, that would be the thing that would give me the most hope for, for the long term. Sure, sure. Um, all right, let, let's turn it over to the coaches. I think the coach search will go a little slower. Obviously, Vrabel just hit the market. That's yeah. among the most respected people in the league. Um, right. Not to mention Jim Harbaugh. What we saw last night from Michigan, uh, we know his track record when he was with San Francisco. I think this is important and is kind of forgotten because of everything that happened post Harbaugh in San Francisco. But you want a, a coach that can develop a young quarterback. Remember what what Harbaugh and Kaepernick did together early in that yeah. marriage. Um, let's start with Vrabel and then tell me what you think of Harbaugh. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think Vrabel's a – I mean, I, I would think you'd have to seriously consider him if you don't immediately make a call on him, definitely. Um, you know, well-respected coach, knows the game as well as anybody. I mean, I, I think he's a very, very intriguing candidate. I haven't heard – I mean, it just is – it's fresh news now, so I don't know where they stand with that. Um, we'll poke around a bit, certainly, but as of now, I'm not quite sure. Harbaugh, I think, is very intriguing. You can't deny that he is one of the best football minds, and among the candidates we're discussing, it would certainly be among the top. Is he the type of guy that this regime wants? That's to be determined. Um, from what I've heard, they don't have a scheduled interview with him. Um, I mean, nothing would surprise me if they add him to the list. Again, he's, you know, you look at the it's proven success in the NFL. This is not just a really good college coach coming out. He had proven success in the NFL. He would be intriguing. It's just, do they view him as the right fit for what they're looking for? And you look at their candidates and you can kind of see what they're looking for. You know, mostly younger, analytically driven. You can, you can, put this together. Do they feel like Harbaugh is in that mold? It's up to them. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Clearly, based on the candidates, you're right. There is a mold. And some people, Vrabel maybe even even more so, are worth breaking that mold. Um, For sure. And and I think Harris, in his comments yesterday, kind of left that wiggle room available. He's like, yeah. Absolutely. Ideally, ideally we get... He's on the list. Totally. Right. So, yeah. They're not they're not sticking by a certain mold and saying we only want this, we only believe this is this can work. And I I think that's obviously a smart approach. And I I you know, Josh Harris doesn't give a lot away, but what he does give away is so far proven to be very accurate. He said from day one, you know, the priority stadium, fan experience, you know, improving football, GM, CEO, coach. Right. You know, like these are all the things they've done. Um, so when he said, I view this currently as two separate jobs, but I'm flexible based on the talent, you got to think he means that. Um, and there is some wiggle room there, you know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, who, who do you think? So I think you and I are in agreement that they want Peters. Now this is kind of the non-Vrabel, non-Harbaugh division, right? Because if those guys show up, it kind of changes the structure you know, it's different. But if they're going young guy, if they're going tra- traditional, hire the GM, let him figure it out. We both think it's Peters. Who do you think it would be from there? Because I'm leaning Slowick. I don't know wh- where where you're leaning. Um, I would lean Ben Johnson, probably. Okay. And he's another one. Yeah, he would be a first-year head coach. Um, but he could possibly have leverage. Um you know, he definitely fits the type of what somebody like David Tepper would love, you know, and we know David Tepper makes, you know, quick decisions and is willing to spend quite a bit of money. Um, and it's, I think it's, I wouldn't say widely viewed, but I think a, a number of people think that Ben Johnson is of the younger up and coming head coaches. He's at the top of the list. Um and if other teams feel that way too, he has leverage. You know, if he wants to argue, like I would like more say in personnel decisions, fine. If you don't want to give me that, I'll get it from David Tepper. There could be that in play a bit, but you know, again, I think that's where that 
we view this as separate roles, but there's flexibility type thing comes in. Um, but they also have to seriously consider the last four years, you know, that, you know, having one person have a say over everything did not work. And it works in few instances, you know. Um, but, you know, I, I think they're going into this with a sound approach. And I, I think these interviews will be will shed a lot of light on kind of where they're going and what they're thinking. Um, it just may be a while before you know, a lot of these teams fill their head coaching roles. Agreed. Agreed. Um, you think Ben Johnson has enough juice right now to to also get the personnel side? Normally, no. Normally, no. This, this, in my view, would only be a leverage play if he can leverage Pepper or another opportunity. I mean, and Josh Harris did say uh, it was a one line, and and they've been cognizant of this throughout. Is you know, we want the best talent, and usually the best talent has alternatives. I so. agree with that. Um, I just, if I was, if I was I Ben Johnson. I don't John- think it's a smart choice to give him more power. That's not what I'm saying at all. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, think it would be I, a I wise that. move for Ben Johnson to want more power. I think that separation can be a beautiful thing in a lot of times. Sure. Um, but I think, I'm saying he's the one candidate of the up-and-coming ones who would have enough leverage to maybe argue for a little bit more. And then they would have to decide, all right, well, how do we want to handle this? Do we like Peters more than if it came to that? I'm not thinking it would ever yeah, come yeah, to yeah. that. I'm just saying, like, if it became a matter of, you know, delegation, how would they split it? Well, it's interesting because <clears throat> I would say it was probably McVeigh, because McVeigh left D.C. after Kyle had left for San Fran already, left Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when Kyle left Atlanta to take the San Fran job, he had so much juice at that point that he kind of got to pick his GM and he, he he and John Lynch went into it together. Um, Right. When McVay took the job in LA, it wasn't quite the same because Les Snead was established and and kept the gig. Um, Right. Is Ben Johnson on that caliber of, of candidate or is it more a result of, David Tepper being nuts and and wildly rich and desperate. That's a great question. I'm not sure. Probably both. I mean, I think he's a, a very good candidate, but does, you know, has he shown enough yet to get that on his own merit? I don't I would lean more toward this is because of outside forces. Yeah. <laughs> A very polite way of saying because David Hepper will do anything. If I was Johnson, I wouldn't want all that. I'd want a good GM I, I and I'd either, want to just run off. Yeah. Yeah, um, I wouldn't either. But, you know, let's go. I'm not in that position. So I know some clearly do. Let's go rapid fire your best guesses. Um, who's coaching the Chargers week one? Oof. Uh, mm. Jeez. Harbaugh's my number two there. I haven't decided who my number one is. I think Vrabel might be my new one seed. That's what I was just thinking that. He would make a lot of sense there. You, got Harbaugh, sense in, there. you got Harbaugh in Vegas? Harbaugh in Vegas, okay. yeah. Yeah, that seems fairly open secrety. Um Yeah. <clears throat> who's coaching in Chicago? Uh, Everflus. Who's coaching in New England? Not Bill Belichick. I don't know who, though. <laughs> who, who's coaching in Carolina? Uh, 
slow it? I don't know why slowics want that job. I mean, I do, I but. I can't imagine you know. anybody wants that job. Unless. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, here's 20 money mil. Talks, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I covered them all. Washington. Still leading Ben Johnson at this point. Okay. Could change. There's plenty of. Lot can change, but as of now, I'm leaning Ben Johnson. So you think they get Johnson Peters? Yes. All right. Right now. now. Now, can I tweet that out? You put an asterisk. Put an asterisk saying potential change. It's like pencil me in. Don't put it. Don't write it in pen. You don't. You want me to tweet it or not? I've been tweeting everybody's prediction. No, I'm gonna get like people are gonna be yelling at me if I get it wrong. I know how this. X game works. <laughs> X gonna give it to you. All right, <laughs> I, won't, give it to I, you. I already tweeted out like eight things, but I won't tweet that out. Great. I appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Try to sleep a little and not work around the clock. Yeah, I'll, maybe in July. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Uh, that is Nikki Job Vala. We're gonna go around the league. Who else got fired? Who's gonna land where? Landfills pinwheel of NFL coaches. Don't go anywhere. Landini, I'm not mad about it, but is this the second time we played this today? Okay. I had a thought. I have a number of thoughts in my brain. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is on McAfee. Kimmel killed him last night. I'm sure Rodgers is going to respond. I want to get to all that just because I find it interesting, but I want to get to it when B. Mitch is here because I think he's going to flip his lid. Um. A couple things. I get that we're all kind of stunned about Vrabel getting fired in Tennessee, especially the way they went out winning in Week 18, beating the Jags. He was 6-11. and 11, and He was 7-10 and 10 the year before. I like Vrabel. I think he's good. I think they have a serious quarterbacking problem there. Um, I think the A.J. Brown trade has been proven to be incredibly stupid. Um, I think, you know, things went sideways in Tennessee. I don't think this is that shocking. I get that he's loved and respected. Like, the Bears fired Mike Ditka. You know what I mean? Like, guys get fired. In the NFL, the the question isn't, have you been fired? It's when. Like, people get fired. Um, I like Vrabel. I don't know that he's the guy for here, but I would sure as hell call him. Uh, But, Landville, I thought about this. And I'm not even doing a bit here. Um... Various reporting, including Nikki Jabala, who just joined us, but Standard, Kime, all the national guys, Breer, Pelissero, whoever you want to look at, they all have reporting on when, how these interviews are happening with Josh Harris at his home in Miami and what time they're happening, okay? Now, some of this just may be pure logistics, Landfill. When the plane gets there how far you're traveling from, et cetera. But in general, if you're going on a date, if you're meeting a a romantic interest, whatever the combination, boy meets girl, girl meets boy, any other combination out there, I don't, whatever your combination is, go ahead and combine. It is easier to combine, Mr. Mullins, In the evening, if you're about to go on a date with somebody, you want to meet them for lunch or meet them for dinner? 
you got a, a, a much better chance. You look at me confused. You not understand what I'm saying? The, the commanders are meeting with Ian Cunningham. They're meeting with a bunch of different people, right? But tonight, they're meeting with Adam Peters. I think that bodes well for Adam Peters. If, if that's the evening, you, know, you could talk for five hours. Remember the legendary stories of Dan getting somebody at his house and they'd end up staying there for like three days? I'm, I'm not sure that's a good thing. I, I don't want to reference Dan too much. You're right. But the fact that Peters is flying in there tonight, that's a far flight. Flying from San Fran to Miami. I imagine that's six, seven hours. You don't take that flight instead of, yo, I would take this job. You don't take that flight without thinking I would take this job. Maybe he just wants a free trip to Miami. Although I think it is raining there now. So maybe, maybe this wouldn't be the best time to visit. Maybe that's impacting when he the flight. Maybe that's why the dinner, the meetings at night because of weather. Those little private jets, though, they can get above all that stuff. Gotta land though. You do have to land. That's key component. Um, what else do we know about Peters? The Raiders and Chargers have also requested permission to interview. All we know is one thing: he's only taken one of the jobs, and. The, the relationship with Bob Myers, who's on the search committee, the former Golden State Warriors GM, well-documented at this point. The book on Josh Harris, the NFL owner, is too short to derive a lot of answers from. It, Josh Harris hasn't been running this team long enough to know what kind of NFL owner he is, Right. But there's another book on him as an owner in the NHL and an owner in the NBA. And the reviews are solid. He takes care of his guys. He pays well. He builds nice facilities. It's remarkable the difference. <laughs> He's trying to build a facility in Philadelphia, and the whole city's fighting him. Rather than he wants to move away from like the highway parking lot spot and move into the city, and everybody's fighting him on it. I don't understand that. But Philly's a unique a unique place. The word on Harris is strong. And if you're Adam Peters, maybe you don't want to leave. Maybe you don't want to leave because you're a Bay Area native and you just want to chill and you can get promoted to general manager because they moved um, John Lynch up a job title. Probably get a raise. And the weather's much more temperate climate in the Bay Area. I can understand staying. Families there, all that. What I can't understand, Landfill, and I'm curious if we need like a uh, a orientation seminar or something for this. The commander's job is a legit good job, and I know that's weird for a lot of us to hear, but it is. Number two pick, three picks in the top third, uh, top forty rather. Um, five in the top 100, 70 mil in cap space, good owners that are going to empower you to do your job. This is a good job. Not only that, but the other teams that have requested permission to interview Peters, want to go work for Mark Davis? Terrible job. What, what do you got there? Aiden O'Connell? 
Like, Devontae Adams probably wants out. You got Max Crosby. I don't know their cap space situation. They're drafting 13th. Like, that's what you want. You want the Chargers job? I get Justin Herbert and the appeal of Justin Herbert. I totally understand that. But outside of that, that ownership is kind of broken. Like the sisters suing the brother. I I don't think anybody in league circles would be surprised if they get sold. Um, You're the number two team in a city that barely cares about football anyway. Maybe that would actually be helpful because there's a lot less pressure. I could see, and and if you're Peters, you're a Cali guy, you get to stay in Cali. I could see some appeal of the Chargers because they also have the five pick. Um, it's not crazy to think at five you could actually get Marvin Harris, Marvin Harrison Jr. If Arizona wants to take a tackle, the first three picks are going to be QB. I think Bears, Commanders, Pats. Number four question mark. Maybe the Bears are crazy and don't take a QB. But if that happens, I think they trade it and let somebody take a QB there. Um, but I, I, if you're Peters, I think this is the best job. And I think you're flying to Miami to meet with the owners because you recognize that too. And the fact that it's a – how about this? If you're going to ignore all my innuendo, if he's going to fly all the way from San Fran to Miami, he's probably staying there, right? Stay in the night, get a suite at the Fountain Blue. Yeah, flight of shame tomorrow. <laughs> I uh, I think when, yo, who's in the meeting matters. Bob Myers, Adam Peters, Josh Harris, Rick Spielman. That all matters. Where the meeting is is interesting. It's in Miami at Harris's home. He's bringing you into his house. This is not Zoom. This is not a, you know, a stale conference room. When the meeting is matters too. Breaking news on the fan. Landfill is a lax bro. It's not up to me, folks. Be Mitchell Finley brought to you by Rude HVAC Equipment. Head over to Rude.com to find a contractor near you and available tax credits and rebates. And remember, if it ain't Rude, it ain't right. Be Mitchell Finley presented by John Leahy and the Fine Living Group. Let the MVP of DMV Real Estate sell your home for more. Visit JohnSellsDMV.com. Here's the thing about Mike Vrabel. If you want the leader of men, that's who that dude is. That is who that dude is. So, if that's what you want. Now, the important thing to point out here is you don't have to be a former head coach to be a leader, but you got to find the right guy that is. We have had... Washington has found plenty of sharp offensive minds that aren't the total picture. Joe Gibbs was the total picture. Sharp. Offensive mind could scheme scheme his ass off, but he also was a leader. North Turner, not so much. Sharp offensive mind. Put a game plan together. I don't know that anybody was running through a brick wall for North. Shanahan, whatever he had going in Denver, did not translate here. Jay, the offense was good, but that, that team was flat too often. Speaks to the leadership aspect. 
Ron, I, this year just totally capsized, so who knows? But, there, you know, I think Ron might have been good on the leadership person, person-to-person person side, but schematic stuff was certainly lacking. Here's what we got to do. Got to run through some bets from last night. Apparently, Jeff wanted Michael Penix. Uh, somehow, despite the storm, which hopefully everybody's being safe from, Landfill and I are the only ones here. So maybe Landfill and I'll bet heads up on some event coming up. Aaron Rodgers still smiling and talking on Pat McAfee. We'll have to explore this later, Landini. I um, I think the worm has turned on Rodgers. I, I think by and large, people are over it. And it's one thing when he's the best football player on the planet or among the best football players on the planet. And then this year, there was still some interest because maybe he was coming back. But, like, are we doing another? I mean, when's the next time Rodgers would play? Nine months from now? We're going to do nine months of him talking about Fauci and COVID and everything else? Like, how smug are you, man? I don't know. It, not for me. I like McAfee. I just I don't know that he needs the Rodgers interviews, but I'm sure a lot of people pay a ton of attention. I think people paid attention that one time when he announced that he wanted to go to the Jets. I think that was it. Smelts, Landfill. Based on my theory that the dinner meeting is far more important than the lunch meeting, Mike Smelts says, power rankings of kinds of meetings. Ready for this? One, dinner meeting. Two, lunch meeting. Three, in-office meeting. Four, grabbing coffee. Number 68, a Zoom call. I think that sounds fairly accurate. You can only do the coffee meeting when you're, like, cool with the person and you're just kind of catching up. Shout out to Friday Abernathy at Monumental. We get coffee. And then I have to reveal that I don't like coffee because I'm a child and I get a Diet Coke. Um, how about this? Double D on Twitter. Dom D. Says lunch is for firing, dinner is for hiring. What you got on that, Landini? I mean, I, the, the worrying thing is that I feel like Dan Snyder did an awful lot of dinner meetings, and I don't like anything that smells of Snyder. It's a new house, man. We got to ignore what happened in the old house. I don't believe that. I do. You're wrong. I'm not. You can't get that stink out. It's a 25 years of suck. That house was in Potomac and may or may not be sold. I don't know. It's out River Road before you get to the uh, water, the water plant. This house is in Miami. And you know what? There's a house in New York probably, maybe Connecticut, maybe Philadelphia. It's a new house. It's a new day. We don't have to worry about the old house. You hear me? We don't have to worry about the old house, people. It's a new house, new day. You're going to have to allow your brain to understand the new day. Landfill. We got any games tonight? Caps, Wiz? Terps, maybe? I think the Caps do play tonight. No no Jeff preview? I guess no Jeff means no Jeff preview. That's correct. We got, we got somebody joining us tomorrow from the Caps, right? Mm-hmm. 
Who is it again? Uh, we will find out tomorrow. No, the Caps play on Thursday. Okay, cool. Um, if you need a bet tonight, the Ducks play the Predators. Is that on your radar? Uh, nope. No whiz tonight either. All right. Um, I don't know if the Terps play or what. I'll, I got to, now that football's over, and it's kind of not over yet because of the search for a head coach and a general manager, but I got to get my my mind right back into hoops and hockey mode. Terps don't play till Thursday, and they play Michigan. Maybe Harbaugh will be there. Maybe John Harbaugh will be there. Maybe they cheat at basketball, too. Maybe. Thank you to everybody that listened to the program today. Thank you to Barstool Nate for joining us. Thank you to Mitch Tischler for joining us. Thank you to Doug Kammerer for joining us. Thank you to Nikki Javala for joining us. Thank you to everybody that called in. Grant and Danny headed your way next. Made it this far. Landfill owes you beer.